Welcome to the Brave Way Podcast. I'm your host, Lavelle Miller. And on this pod, I will be discussing uh, how to get your voice heard and re- make sure that you're receiving all the information that you should um, as an entry-level employee. Uh, with that being said, if you are a senior mid-level manager, I also believe you can gain something from this because you can figure out how to disseminate information better or realize where a lot of your staff is coming from if they're not hearing anything that you're saying. So remember, uh, like, comment, subscribe, share this around, and enjoy the pod. So what I wanted to do with this pod is talk about entry-level voices and why they may feel that they are not heard periodically when they're spoken when they're speaking to the senior leadership uh, mid-level managers or however it may be about different things doesn't there's nothing very specific about this but why they feel like they possibly are not heard Um, now mind you there's a lot of these things that they can't directly change but I feel if you provide the information, there's going to be something that you can take from it. Maybe you are a senior leader listening to this or mid-level manager, or maybe you're just an entry-level person, and then you can take the tips that I'm providing um, and use it to your advantage later. So if we want to start off on why entry-level people feel like they're not heard, as myself, I'm an entry-level person. A lot of times entry-level people feel like they aren't heard due to, first of all, their status. But what I have observed over my career, and not just from where I'm currently working at, expands to whenever whenever I first started working is, a lot of times, uh, entry-level people will complain about something to a senior leader or a mid-level manager, but they will not have a solution behind their complaint. Right. If I was to just tell you, man, you you want us to make 500 hot dogs a day and we only sell 100 of them. So now I'm wasting time making 500 hot dogs. Nobody wants to just make me throw it away, blah, 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 blah. This is not helping me. This is annoying. This is a waste of my time. And then you just walk off. Your complaint was heard. People have heard your complaint. But what do you directly expect the mid-level manager or the senior manager to do? Because, yes, it is a, it could be a very simple solution. You just reduce the number of uh, hot dogs that are being cooked or whatever. But why don't you provide that to your leadership whenever you're speaking to them? Like, for example, what I would do is I would say, Hey, you know, uh, you have us making 500 hot dogs a day. We're only averaging selling 100 of these per day. We should possibly look at reducing the amount to around 150. Or maybe we need to look at advertising um, our brand a lot more so more people could come in and get the hot dogs. Because what I'm looking at here is we have a lot of waste. Um, and I, I believe if we reduce the amount of waste, we can save money in this uh, 
our inventory and everything will be better right so when you present that information to them they can say okay not only did you come to me with a complaint you came up with a feasible solution that we should look into to reduce our overall cost right um, now with that a lot of people may also feel that it's not my job to explain to the manager or whoever um, what the what the um, effects of what we're doing or choosing to do are on the company because of what your entry-level position is. Um, that's something I, I do not subscribe to at all. I think a lot of people uh, do that whenever they take jobs at entry-level. They figure that these people who are making these uh, could be tens or hundreds of thousand dollars more than I am should be able to uh, figure all of this stuff out themselves. Well, you have to realize, right, the reason why they're in a position that they are is because they have figured it out before and they're tasked with other duties, right? Because if you're a manager, you're a manager of team, you have 10 different personalities you have to deal with, right? On top of having a store and on top of dealing with customers. Um, scheduling, inventory, payroll, these are all things that this person is being paid for or to think about. And we're not robots, right? We're humans. So there's things that... Uh, are out of our purview we just forget and it's up to us as just employees in general if you really care about the organization uh, to move up as a quick uh, little note I want to add into there this is the situ situation that we are coming into with quiet quitting which is I may do a pod about that a little bit later where people are just doing the bare minimum at their job while they are looking for um, some other type of employment, right? Well, if you're doing the bare minimum at your job while you're looking for other employment, how can you honestly say you are doing your due diligence for your own professional growth if I just know, if I come into work every day and I just do this, um, if I just stand here, I'm doing my job, I can't get fired. But, yeah, that might be true. But maybe you should move around, walk around, interact with people because it helps better whenever you're going to another interview because there are things that you can say that you have done, right? Um, and also, I tell people all the time, you're always interviewing. You don't know anybody that you interact with, who they are typically. They could be a boss at the organization. They could be um, the owner. They could be many different things. Um, just And they may have entered your life somewhere and they may realize, they said, oh no, you're not a person who goes out here and hustles, who attempts to do their um, to do their job to the best of their capabilities. You just want to do what you can barely do. Also, as well, right? You don't know anybody who you interact with on a daily basis that may know people at these other organizations. And people talk, right? So these are just things to think about. But anyway, so sliding back, always think about that. If you are attempting to speak to someone about a complaint or issue wherever it may be bring up a solution whenever you are bringing up that problem right uh, and another thing sliding on to the next part is um, they may feel that there's a lack of communication between the senior and the entry level 
Now, a lot of times, yes, depending on the size of the organization, everything is a has a trickle-down effect. So if your direct mid-level manager is not reporting the information that they're getting from the seniors, then yes, I can understand where there's a disconnect. However, if your mid-level is giving you the information that they got from the senior level, then you're good to go. I also uh, provided with this, uh, depending on your organization, um, you may get uh, quarterly emails from senior management about things that they're trying to implement, changes that they're trying to make. Uh, They may uh, email out meeting minutes to let you know uh, uh, what boards or divisions have discussed certain things or all that's happened. Um, Your direct team of leaders may periodically have meetings. Your manager and their direct and their supervisors, they may also um, have these conversations. Uh, what are you doing to make sure that you uh, are paying attention to this information as it's provided? Once again, I know uh, quite a few people who decide not to look at any of this information that has been given to them. And since they choose not to look at the information, whenever something is changed, it's a big uproar. It's a panic. Why did they do this? Why did they do that? It doesn't make any sense, right? Well, did you do yourself the simple thing of looking at it whenever it was first talked about? Because think about this, right? Uh, boat, plane, these large things, trains, right? When they're moving in a certain direction and all of a sudden they need to turn, it's a whole lot to get that thing turned around. Trains are the uh, hardest example I use there because of them being on a track. They have to have a track to make a gigantic turn. But they can't just stop and turn around either, right? Uh, Same thing with a plane. You may see the plane in the air and then you assume that it's just doing a quick 180, it's a whole big giant circle. The short time that I was uh, in the service, uh, to give you guys an example, uh, when I was at airborne school and got hurt, blah, 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 blah. I'm not airborne. Uh, when we were on a detail, uh, watching people jump out to see 130s, we were noticed that they missed the uh, where everybody was supposed to jump out at. And then they had to turn. And they used to tell us, oh, yeah, it's going to take that plane um close to 30 to 45 minutes to get right back to this landing spot and of course you're like wait a minute that long to get right back to where they are and it's like yeah it's not a quick thing it's a big gigantic turn same thing with a ship ship going a certain way big old uh, cruise ship or whatever cargo ship and it has to turn around it's a whole big process to get that thing back around so what do you have to do If you're going to have to make that turn, you need to make that turn a whole lot earlier. So at the first time of a meeting, you're receiving information about a problem. Same thing. You go to your leadership with why this is a problem and the direct uh, solution you can provide to help it. A lot of times, too, people don't think. The people that are in certain positions, going back to the thing, is they have all these other things to worry about. The overall financial aspect of most most jobs require that. Even if it's a non-profit, for-profit, there's always money is involved. Either you're getting money, receiving it in to, to be able to run, or you're trying to uh, 
spend money to get greater resources so the resources can come in. If you just go up to your leadership based off, of, let's say you decided to read any of this information that was provided for you or talk to somebody that listens to this information provided to you, and you decided to go and talk to the leaders and you just complain, once again, maybe they aren't going to listen to you because you're not providing a solution to why you shouldn't do this versus just saying, I don't think you should. And think about this too. If you're a parent and you have kids, right? Or even if you don't have kids, you have nieces and nephews or whatever. You see little kids. And when you tell a little kid they can't do something, a lot of times you hear, why, a bunch. And you have to keep repeating all these things, why. And until you give them a good solution on why, or why you can't do something, uh, typically they'll just keep saying why. Or that's not a good answer, or it's whatever. It's the same thing. If you go tell your leadership you shouldn't do this, and they're waiting for the why, and you don't provide it to them, they're just going to ignore it and move on. So that's where you see like things like that um, uh, tied together along with the not reviewing the information that's provided to you. Because like I said, once, once a solution or what they believe to be a solution is implemented, it's a whole lot, a lot of times, to get that uh, turned back around uh, that if you would have reviewed the information and spoke to maybe your uh, direct manager, not your supervisor per, per se, but your direct manager, and provided them with this information, the situation could have been fixed. Uh, and the last thing that I will do to talking about this is not getting the ear of senior leadership. What I directly mean with this is how often, once again, organizational size, is a thing. Uh, how often are you in a position where you could talk to somebody in senior leadership and you don't? Me, I'm fortunate enough to where I see a lot of the senior leadership and I could talk to them at all times, uh, roughly, right? Not just, I can't just barge into nobody's office or anything like that. But a lot of times I could say, hey, how's it going? Um, you know, I read X, Y, and Z, and uh, can you go into further detail about why we're doing this? Because I feel blah, and then this will cause blah, but I believe when we do this, it'll be better. Like I said, that's how I personally feel. If you want, if you talk to senior leadership, that's how you get anything done effectively, is why I don't think this will work. This is the cause of what you believe may not work and this is the solution I believe that we can all come into agreement on to help um, solve this said issue um, because it's it's a weird thing to me like once again going back to like we're not robots we're all human why would I not talk to somebody because they are a senior vice president, director, da-da-da-da, of an organization. You're human just like I am. And you may be wanting to get that information from somebody on the front lines that you can't get because there could be some uh, yes men or women who always agree with whatever, anything that you say, right? And that's, and that's problematic. But if you 
take the time when you have the opportunity uh, to speak to them, that's how you get uh, a lot of things done. Now, using my organization for example, uh, our, our previous director who is now retired, uh, he used to do um, um, coffee meetings where you could ask him different questions. Um, he would explain things that are going on. And he, he also did that with lunches as well. Um, this different periodical times of uh, the times I was here, but he did these things. So you had the opportunity to go talk to him and figure out, okay, why is these things going on? And also ask him questions that you feel like should be implemented. My, my direct supervisor, for example, she uh, taken advantage of being able to speak to uh, uh, speak to him was able to implement a process for us to be able to show certain movies that we didn't have before, right? And there, you know, of course, there was these things of saying, I don't think we should do this. There's no precedent to say we should, um, on why we should. Uh, and it was like, draw me up a proposal, and then I'll see what's going on. She drew up the proposal, pass it on, and like I said, um, it was able to get done. But... If it was just probably something that you just slid to uh, him or his uh, assistant, it may have been an email that was never read. But the idea was already churning into his head. Um, that way, and the proposal was created. Created, it was like you know what? They brought this up. We had a conversation about it. I believe we should do it, and we went ahead and and implemented it and got it done. So. That's what I'm so back to the point. That's what I mean about getting the ear of senior leadership. Um, I have had senior leadership directly come up to me asking me about programs that I've had before, the success rate of the programs I had before. Do um, do I feel like this can be um, applied to any other program or at any other location and things like that? And I provided my answers as truthfully the best of my ability. I don't, a lot of times people may clam up, which is I understand there are people who are nervous uh, when they're speaking to certain people, but if you're doing something good, people recognize that they're going to want to talk to you about it. Uh, so don't be afraid if they're just seeing you in passing about just saying, hey, what's going on with this, that, and the third, because once again, when you see them, don't complain to them. Um, there was a co-worker many years ago um, whenever... She was leaving, and when I was in a different department, whenever she was leaving, um, he happened to see her and said, hey, I heard that you're leaving. You know, I'm sad to hear that. You've only been here for a little bit. And she just went in with her complaints. And he was like, no, no, I'm not hearing this. You got to go to HR and then move on. Um, completely, you know, that type of stuff completely got shut down, right? That's when, like I said, understandable person was leaving the person probably had some steam to blow off but nobody who deals with putting out fires all day long wants somebody to just walk up to them um no matter what your level is and then just talk about another fire that they need to put out uh, so an overall conclusion with this i just uh um, with your entry-level voices. I just want you guys to think about these couple things um, because, like I said, either you're a, a senior leader who's listening to this and you're like, 
man, you know, I don't, I don't interact with my entry-level employees enough or I don't provide them enough information, so maybe I should do that. Maybe you're the mid-level um, manager and you're like, oh, I don't uh, pass the information down enough so they can have it. Maybe that's a thing. Or same thing, even just a, at a team level, you're like, you know what, I don't give enough information to my team about things that are going to happen before it comes out. Um, just always think about... Um, Make sure, and uh, once again, this is all based on my opinion, but I believe these are the, will be the most effective for your organization. Make sure if your organization is providing information to you about anything that's going to go on, any changes, stuff like that, you are reviewing them, um, either it's email format or listening to video conferences or things like that. Um, you then give that information if you have any issues uh, directly to your uh your direct leadership so that way they can speak to senior leadership about it if you happen to see a senior leader uh, talk to them about it but if you believe it's worth talking to them about make sure you have your ducks in a row and you can give them a solution along with it it's the best way to provide um, the best way not to directly to provide but it's the best, best way that they can see what you got going on and believe if a change is need to be uh, made. Um, and then also, if you have, if you are in the position where you can meet with senior leadership, just in passing every so often, um, if they're doing, um, like my old director did, uh, uh, coffees and uh, lunch, things like that, that you uh, take advantage of those if you feel like you need to, to be able to gather all the information that's going on within your organization and directly speak to somebody about why you shouldn't do it. Um, and just always, like I've said many times in this and just say it again, always make sure you have a solution for the problem that you are addressing uh, because it can't be that big of a problem if you don't have a solution. And the biggest thing too with that is make sure it is a viable solution. So anyway, thank you guys for checking out the pod. This is how you become legendary and greatness is earned.